Yes, people, welcome back to another TS Talks podcast. Hope you're doing good, keeping safe. Now, in this one, I'm just talking about Arsenal and, you know, basically doing a, a roundup of players who I believe should be sold this summer. And, yeah, I decided to call it Arsenal Summer Sell, you know. Um, for the last few seasons, you know, Arsenal's had, on average, um, even the board have come out and said they've had, like, a, a Champions League wage budget, a Champions League wage bill on the Europa League um, budget and now with that there's no there's no European football budget there's no Champions League money there's no Europa League money there's no Europa Conference League money there's the money gone so um, definitely a lot of players um, need to be cleared out um, this summer and you know to start off I'm going with Alex Runnison I'm not sure how much we've got this guy for it can't be a lot he's talking about this guy some Iceland Icelandic goalkeeper, Iceland goalkeeper. When they said Iceland, I didn't even think they meant the country. I'm convinced they meant the supermarket Iceland. Like, my man is terrible. I watched him in one Europa League game. I was like, one goal, I can't remember which game it was, one of the group stage games. And there's a goal that got scored, but it was from distance. So you're like, oh, okay, maybe. It looked like maybe he could have done something with that. But it went in fine. Then it was that Man City game in the Carabao Cup. And yeah, I. I don't know. If it was me personally, I would have subbed him off because he was having such a stinker. And, you know, you've seen Arteta come out and more or less kind of say it was kind of a a panic signing. And you're just like, damn, man, panic signing this guy. Like, we, truth be told, we would have been better off um, promoting one of the younger goalkeepers, like a a Conquo, who's, you know, been on the bench a few times this season, even like a Hilson. Um, high in one of those, one of those, they would have been better off than, than this guy. This guy is dreadful, and there's nothing against him personally, but he's got no future at the club. And yeah, man, he can go, um, for that one million, and we can get him gone quick time. Um, next player is um Hector Bellerin. Um, you know, been at the club many years. Um, I think this season again, um, it it. I mean, kind of in two minds about this. I definitely feel he should go. Um, but what annoys me is, is that the talk is that, like, you know, last summer he wanted to go. So it's like, if a player really wants to go, let them go. Like, no offence to Bellerin, but he's not like a prolific goal scorer or a prolific um, chance creator that, that's really going to impact the team with his absence, in in my personal opinion, I could be wrong, but I, I feel we we would cope without him. And you know, towards the end of the season, um, he's fallen to third in the pecking order. You know, he he fell behind to Cedric for a little while, then Chambers came came out of nowhere, and you know, he's he's barely played since. So, for me, um, I definitely feel like um, um, we could get some change from him, and the talkers we probably could get around twenty million for him. Um, so I think twenty would be would be good money for him. Um, but I just feel it is time for both parties to kind of split. Uh, he's been at the club for quite some time. He from last summer has hasn't wanted to be here, and you know the fact that we got some rebuild thing to do. He kind of needs to um go himself. Um, the next player on my list I got his Kalasanach. Um, went on loan for the second half of the season. Um, he's never, in my opinion, you know, kind of proved to be like a, a 
a dominant left back. I feel he's one of these players you can only play if you've got a back three and he plays as a wing back. But then the issue is he, he bombs up down the pitch and then he, he's crossing his ability isn't great. So it's, it's kind of pointless. So, yeah, for me, definitely um, he's another player that needs to go. I, on my estimation, I believe we could fetch around to 10 million for him. I've put 10 on my thing here. You know, someone might think I'm, you know, I'm overpricing him. Some might think I'm underpricing him. But I definitely feel um, he's relatively experienced. I feel like 10 million is a decent estimation for him. And the next player on my list is Mavropanos. Now, he's had some decent loan spells in Germany. Um, I've marked him down a bit. I've put him as 7 million. We probably could get 10 um, or even more. He's, he's one that some people feel like maybe he should be given a chance you know, you, you shift out someone like a Rob Holden and he should be given a chance. But to me, it doesn't seem like the, you know, the manager's too keen on him. And um, whilst whilst the opportunity is there to potentially probably move him one, probably just move him one and put in, I don't know, a, a sell-on clause or a buy-back clause, one of, one of those two, um, if possible. So I, I've marked him a seven million. Um um, when I get to the end of the players that I've got on my list, I'll I'll tell you the calculations of what I've got. Um, the next player on my list is uh, Mohamed El Neni. Um, surprisingly, didn't get sold this season. Um, you know, uh, parts of the season kind of became a, you know, a bit of a a mainstay in the side. He he seemed to to build up a a decent partnership with um, with um Thomas Partey. Um, so. But for me, it is time for him to go. Um, I only realised the other day that after this coming season that we've got the um, African Cup of Nations. Um, so obviously Partey will be gone for a month, but also Oneni will be gone for a month. And in my, my opinion, um, for most of the games we're going to play week in, week out this season, it's going to be Prem because we've got no Europa League football. In my opinion, it's best, it's best he goes. And, you know, uh, he's another player I think we could fetch around £7 million for. Um, next on my list um, is Matteo Guendouzi. Um, a player that yes he's got these issues with his behaviour um, but sometimes you need someone to kind of channel channel you your energy in the right way and you know I'm not saying he was right for his actions at Brighton um, and what he did after the game but it, it's clear to me that him and Arteta don't you know just don't get on and um, I think the fact that you know he kind of refused to apologise and stuff he's kind of he's kind of done for um at the club whilst Arteta's in charge so it's best for him to move on I see they talk around 8 million for him with a current currently only 12 months left on his deal for me I, I personally um would let's just say around it's around 10 mil um yeah I'd say around it's a 10 um just for my calculations I've put 10 on there and you know It'd be a shame because I definitely feel we could do a job for us in that midfield. But, you know, he just seems to be a, a man that, you know, him and the manager are never going to see eye to eye. And again, he's not doing something on the pitch that makes him, you know, prolific and, you know, um, uh, one of the first names on, on the team sheet. Um, another midfielder next in um, Lucas Terreira. Now, even from the times that um, Emery was still in... Um, still in charge uh, there was talks that you know he was kind of homesick and all this sort of stuff and even last time I thought he's someone we should have sold um, when I learned to Atletico Madrid hasn't played as much as he probably would have wanted to but it, it, it is what it is I feel he's an, 
I feel for Torreira, we could, we should be able to fetch around seventeen and a half million for him. Um, I don't think that's overpricing him at all, in my opinion. Um, we signed him for was it twenty two or twenty six mil? I think that's a decent amount for him. <coughs> Apologies, let him go somewhere where you know he feels more settled at home and and whatnot. And obviously, he recently lost a, a, a I believe it was his mum. He recently lost a parent, so you know. He has to do what's best for him at the end of the day. And um, I think in life, especially in football, um, if you're not happy um, with your situation, you're not going to be able to perform to the best of your ability. And he's clearly not happy. He's not able to settle to living in England. And, you know, we're not going to see the best best from him on the pitch. So it's it's best he goes. Um, So, yeah, I'd say 17.5 million for Torreira is what I feel we we, we could fetch for him. Uh, Next player, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, you know, um, towards the end of last season, uh, you know, he he was getting in the side at left wing back, you know, dominant performances in the um, FA Cup semi-final and final. Um, Wolves were interested in him last summer for 25 mil, around that, you know, didn't sell him. And then, then, like, he barely played, which was a bit... A bit odd to say the least, um, you know, didn't really have much opportunity this season, ended up going on loan um, in January to West Brom and predominantly playing in midfield, um, not really putting in any dominant or eye-catching performances in midfield and again another man that's, you know, fallen down the, um, the pecking order and for me, you know, he's he did an interview the other day more or less saying that, you know, he kind of wants to know what's going on. Like, no one's called him, he's aged and he doesn't know what the plan is. So, for me, uh, I think when you start coming out of comments like that, you're gone, especially with the way um, Mikel is. He, he, he's probably gone. And I think we could probably fetch around 15, 15 for um, um, Maitland-Niles. Now, the next midfielder I'm talking about, at the time of recording this, he is still an Arsenal player and that is Granit Xhaka. The talk is, you know, he's, more than even a talk, he basically on the verge of signing for Roma for around £15 million. Um, you know, again, a player that's been here for it was about five years now. Um, hasn't quite worked out for him. I have to give him credit. He managed to somewhat turn it around after that incident following the Palace game where, you know, he switched on the fans. And he's probably been uh, one of our better midfielders this season. And at times when he's not played, you can kind of... Um, see where we've missed him on the pitch. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm not his his biggest fan. I think for many fans, um, I think what annoys um, us is the fact that it was like you get him or get Conte, and we got him. And when you kind of look at the impact that you know Conte not only had at Leicester, which is why clubs were interested in, but also the impact he's made at Chelsea. You know, recently win the Champions League. These sort of things, you know. It's best for both parties um, that he moves on. So, yeah, I think 15 mil for Xhaka um, is what I've written on here. So, um, that's what I'll go with. The uh, next player on my list is um, Reese Nelson. Um, I don't know what's happened with this guy. The, the talk is that, you know, at the beginning of the season, I think they wanted him to go on loan. He said he wanted to kind of stay, fight for his place. Um, you know, I remember we played a Carabao Cup game at at Leicester, playing on that left wing, and he was looking prominent on that left wing. Um, I played a few good games in the Europa League, and you're thinking, oh, okay, cool. It was even cool for him to start Premier League games ahead of Willian, and then 
um, he was in decent form. I'm not saying he was t- ripping up trees or tearing the place out, but he was in decent form. Then we have that Tottenham game away. And because Partey's fit, he literally he literally travelled to Spurs um, as an additional player just in case Partey wasn't fit enough to make, to, to start the game just so that he'd be part of the match day. T- and, and I don't know, maybe something's happened in the background there. For me, it, it seems that way. But he hasn't been seen since. And, yeah, um, I don't think he's... I don't know the full details about looking at it. I don't really think he's been treated right for the manager because you can't be in relatively decent form, albeit in Europa League matches, then the time kind of comes to you to kind of, you know, sort that across to the Premier League. And then... Because uh, obviously Partey's a, 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 an important player, he's, you know, he's a big signing of the last summer transfer window. But you know, you're basically travelling to a game knowing that uh, unless this guy isn't fit enough to start a game, although he doesn't play in the same position as me, I'm not even going to make the match day squad. So yeah, I think eight million for Nelson would be decent. Um, you know, whether he can go off to somewhere, I don't know, in the Championship or even in the Bundesliga, somewhere where he can, you know, just get down, focus on his football and, you know, just get on with it. And, you know, I wish him all the best of his career. And the last player I've got on my list here is Eddie Nketiah. Um, now, for me, he's a man that should have gone on loan in the summer. Uh, I don't know, I think towards the back end of last season, the way that he had... um. The way he had um, Lacazette out the side, um, maybe something predominantly in his head, maybe many of them feel like, oh, you know, maybe he was given assurances, you know, he's kind of going to be a bit of the guy this season. Um, it hasn't worked out that way. Um, I, I can't blame the manager fully on this because, you know, he was given some chances this season in the Prem. Um, most memorably, I remember, is the, the game away at Everton where, I believe it's a teeny square the ball to him and it's like if you take a touch he probably places it bottom corner but he tried to hit it first time wide lost the game at the time the team's not performing well um, and for me I, I don't actually think um, Eddie's a bad player I I feel he's a sort of player um, that maybe the system has to suit him you kind of know what he's um, he's strength so he's meant to be this you know fox in the box uh, he's not like a Lacazette. Although he said he's been trying to work on his game of kind of, you know, linking up play back to goal. He, he, I don't really see him as that sort of player. Maybe he can try and evolve into it a bit better. Um, he's not really an aerial threat. Um, so, yeah, but he's another player I definitely feel needs to just go out there and play football week in, week out. I think come January, he should have gone on loan. Um, you know, just go on loan and just play. Like, look at Willock, like... Like even Willock's had his great goal scoring form for Newcastle towards the back end of the season. But it's not like he's gone to Newcastle and started every game. There's been times he's been on the bench, like when he was going through the first bit of those the like goal scoring run, it was literally known as like super sub and he's like, No, you don't want to be known as that. But it's like sometimes you just need to go out there and play and you know, you'll see your you see your strengths. I think the only thing again is like January, West Ham were looking at around twenty five mil for this guy. You know, the club turned it down. Now he's down to what he's last, last 12 months now. Um, I, I'd probably say you get around 12 million for him. But for me, I feel it's best for him um, to just make a move. I, I don't see where his first thing football's going to come from next season with there being no European football. Um, 
you know, I don't see the club selling the Bamiyang. Uh, even if they do sell Lacazette, you know, you've got Martinelli. Uh, and then you've also got um, Balogun, who recently signed, signed a new deal as well. So for me, um, I think, you know, 12 million, you know, you can, the talk is that Watford may be interested in him, you know. Maybe go to Watford, it'll be a bit of a challenge, you know, just promoted back into the league. But, you know, the training grounds around the corner, you ain't got to do no, no adjustments, man. You, you'll be all right. So, I don't know. Uh, um, we'll see what happens in the summer with all the players I mentioned. But, you know, I'll say around 12 million for Eddie. That brings me to like a rough estimate of around 122 million, just based on the prices I put for each of the players I mentioned. Um, and I think 122 million is not bad. You know, there's players, other players to add into that list, you know. Um, Willian, although you might have to pay someone to get rid of Willian. Um, or even if you, you know, a million, you. Someone could take Willian, um, Cedric, another player maybe get rid of, you know, if Leno wants to go. So there's definitely money to be generated at Arsenal this summer transfer window to reinvest into the side 100%. It, it's just down to the people in charge to, to do what needs to be done. You know, I'm seeing talks about Ben White for 50 million and I'm like, it, it sounds good, but... I don't feel like centre-half is the main area that we need to be um, focusing on right now, you know. You, you're looking at Brighton, maybe Lamptey, but, he, you know, he had a bit of a serious injury, so maybe you look at uh, Max Aarons. I feel like definitely, you know, the areas definitely we need to look at is like a right-back, uh, a left-back, a backup left-back. Um, maybe go back to Brighton and look at Matt Ryan as the, the backup goalkeeper. Whoever knows what's happening with this goalkeeping situation. And then midfield, you know, Basuma. So, um, and then obviously we need attacking players. So, you know, you might have to really look into that Owar situation. Um, the Odegaard one, you, you need to look into these sort of things. But for me, um, you know, with the players I mentioned um, and the rough estimates I put, I feel like adding that to whatever the club's um, summer transfer budget is um, should definitely be enough to you know um, you know clear a lot of the wage bill but also allow us to go and get some players that's going to better the squad um, for the next season to come and like I said because of the, the lack of games well the no European games next season it means the squad needs to be trimmed and relatively thin we, we don't need to have you know a Premier League side and Europa League side with no Euro- European football so yeah, that's my thoughts on it all. Um, I know a bit lengthy, probably my, my lengthiest um, talk to date. Um, but it's something I've got a lot of thoughts on and, you know, I, I kind of got to rein myself in. Otherwise, I, I'll keep talking forever. But, yeah, um, definitely let me know your thoughts on this. Um, if you're listening on YouTube, on the comments section below. Obviously, if you're listening on all the other um, um, podcast sites, then, you know... It's posted on my Instagram, so you can let me know in the comment section there. You can even message me on the Instagram. Um, And yeah, man, that's it from me. Um, I hope to catch you on the next one. I hope you enjoyed listening. And yeah, um, if you're on the YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button and I'll catch you next time. Peace.